This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. There is some very disturbing news about the fallout from the pandemic. It has brought with it a huge huge increase in food insecurity in our community. A new report from the Daily Bread Food Bank finds a 200% increase in new clients accessing food banks. Three quarters of them began accessing the food banks due to COVID-19. The proportion of people responding to this survey paying 50% or more of their income on on housing rose from 67% to 81%. And that puts these households at a high risk of homelessness. And 34% of respondents say they will be unable to continue to pay rent within the next four to six months. And uh, here's a shocker. The frequency of going a full day without eating almost every month increased by 20%. You know, that's just heartbreaking. Uh, Let me give you the numbers if you want to weigh in on that. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And now I'd like to welcome Neil Hetherington, CEO of the Daily Bread Food Bank. Hello, Neil. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? We're uh, we're getting by. Okay. Uh, Now... I have the percentages here, but can you give us uh, some of the uh, full numbers of people who need a food bank now? Sure. It, the uh, you know I said that we're getting by because we are delivering uh, food to everybody that needs it, but the numbers have increased uh, dramatically, as you, you mentioned in the the introduction. So we have seen a two hundred percent increase in the number of new clients. So new clients. This uh, past month versus the previous went from 2,000 to 6,000 wow. uh, new new clients, and that's on top of the uh, or 15,000 per week that we are serving. So this is a per week uh, number that you have just over 20,000 uh, individuals who um, are getting food from the food bank to support their their families. So it's uh, the numbers are are um, uh, unprecedented and troubling. Uh, can you give us uh, an idea of, of who these people are demographically? Uh, is it uh, families? Is it older people, um, children? It has been uh, a, a shift in terms of uh, younger families. So uh, in this report, we were asking the question about the number of uh, working uh, people in the family who had lost their job due to COVID. And, uh, and, and the effects that that is having on their children. One of the, the stats that I found, uh, most heartbreaking, um, given, given just how great our country is, um, the stat that really got to my heart was the fact that, um, prior to COVID, we saw, um, one in four households of food bank users having their, their one in four had their, their children going hungry at least once uh, per month. Um, that number has shot up to one in three going hungry at least once per month, not having a meal for, for a day um, on a monthly basis. And um, you just, you know, you think about 
um, the horrific decisions that uh, are, are having to be made when an income is not present uh, that allows um, uh, that, that forces a parent to um, to not have the uh, necessities that they need to make sure that there are three meals available for their uh, for their kids every single uh, day. So the um, North York Harvest and, and, and Daily Bread and all of the member agencies um, are stepping up. We're ramping up. We are distributing. Uh, right now, we have distributed uh, a bit, just over 70% more food uh, at this time of year than we did uh, the year prior. Let so me are, ask you, sorry yeah. to, to interrupt. Um, so for people who've lost their jobs because of COVID, uh, what about the CERB? I mean, for many people, that's sort of keeping their head above water. Keeping their head above water. But if you think about what the average uh, rent is in the city for a two-bedroom apartment, um, it's just under $2,000. That, that leaves, you know, a couple hundred bucks to be able to pay for, um, for everything else. And <clears throat> so it really shows the precarity that individuals were having, um, not being able to have uh, savings. Uh, that lasted more than, you know, a, a month or so. Um, and it, it, you start to look at those numbers and say, well, what's going to happen if nothing changes? You know, we're, in your previous segment, we are talking about the reopening. And that, uh, that can be good news for many people returning to work. And, uh, and so we want to um, celebrate that. At the same time, I, I, uh, I, I share your viewpoint. I think I'm much more of a phase two guy personally than I am a, a phase three but, uh, you know, we, we start to think about some individuals will go back to work, but for the vast majority, um, the, the jobs will, are not there um, to be able to, uh, uh, to do that. So um, it's, uh, it's an unfortunate situation that is predicting uh, a downstream effect within the next month or two months where there, there is certainly going to be a massive demand on the uh, rent tribunal uh, and and evictions that are uh, inevitable uh, out of out of this, and so we want to do everything we can to uh, show what the data is saying to different levels of government. As soon as this report came out, we uh, we followed up with the premier, the, the better members of the the um, federal government as well as the city and offer the opportunity to go through the data and the research's uh, recommendations from it. Uh, so you're, you're looking at something to prevent evictions? Well, I think there's, there needs to be a whole host of, of um, uh, 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 interventions uh, put into place. So evictions, we know that this is going to be a problem in the upcoming uh, months ahead. So what is the best way for us to be able to uh, uh, balance off uh, landlord needs to be able to, uh, to make perhaps their mortgage payments? Well, at the same time, with the incredible uh, demands that somebody without an income uh, has in terms of their obligations. So looking at uh, um, ways to be able to prevent that, that might include rent banks or temporary deferrals, uh, you know, making sure that in the recovery, we... Uh, uh, look at stimulus packages that will provide long-term relief to uh, people experiencing poverty. So that might mean uh, making sure that it's not a roads and bridges kind of stimulus package necessarily, 
but rather affordable housing and low-cost transit. Or perhaps now is the time that we start thinking about a uh, national uh, childcare strategy, which would allow for individuals to return to work as uh, as quickly as uh, as possible. So okay. those are those are the uh, things that we're, uh, we're we're looking at right now. Okay, uh, Neil Hetherington. Well, uh, good luck with that, and and good work helping people, um, you know, have a healthy healthy meal. Thank you very much for that. Thanks, Libby. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, people, uh, Free For All Friday is coming up, and I am going to want to hear from you about what you think of the Prime Minister's testimony on the Wee scandal. That's coming up at 3 o'clock today, and uh, we took a pause from that story today, but uh, there were some developments, uh, and I'm just shaking my head, and I'm almost more upset about the fact that it seems that if if this was the civil servants, they did not pick up that the We Charity was in turmoil and they were handing them this contract. We just learned that We paid $600,000 to American political consultants. Also, we saw their plans for paying their workers to administer this plan. And for the first 20,000 students' grants, which uh, would have been as little as a thousand, it would have cost a thousand dollars to administer, paying out a thousand dollars or a little bit more. And, uh, you know, this, this thing just keeps, uh, it, it just keeps me shaking my head, I've got to say. So I am going to want to hear from you on this tomorrow on Free For All Friday. And I'm going to give you the number of our voicemail also. So you can leave a comment, 416-367-9636. Again, 416-367-9636 is the Fight Back voicemail. Again, Free For All Friday coming up tomorrow. And we had a lot to think about today as well. And that is all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.